There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. That was what Brady did. That was it. It's already over, Brady. I just I played the wrong one, so it's the last one. Let's find out. This is the intro part. This is better. Let's try that. Stop. Nope, nothing. That's why it doesn't work. Anyway, it's time for What Would Brady Do? And you should hear what he did. We heard it off the air. So you're going to hear the follow-up. Richard! I gave Richard one last week. I need it back. Uh, what would Brady do is brought to you by our friends at uh, M&P Guns right there on 12th Street and Indian School. Get all the gun stuff you've ever needed, all the things you've ever wanted as far as weaponry. Uh, they've got all the guns. They've got all the ammo. Prices are coming down a little bit. Starting to be a little normal now. Although, I don't know if the supply chain issue that we keep hearing about has affected all that. I'm sure it has. Uh, a little bit, but they've yeah. they've got the stuff in stock. I yeah, mean, not I've been them. In there. They've got everything. Yeah, yeah. So any place else that tells you you got to wait, you're going to wait less at MMP Guns. So get on over and the grab finest all selection of cold guns. <laughs> That's right. That's right, Brady. Wow. Throws in the Alec Baldwin at the end. Cold weapon. Cold weapon. I can't. Yeah, you can't be mad at Alec Baldwin at all. No, uh, the people it's who are fighting, horrible. fighting him, and everything else. And now I don't understand like the gotcha thing that's going on over there. Where everybody's like, "Ooh, disgruntled employees were picketing," or this, this. Uh, well, they were lazy with guns the right, whole the time. Prop master has safety. a history of being a hothead, and it's yeah. like, all right, well, enough so that you. I mean, what's wild is how a, just a live round got in there. That's the thing I don't get. It's like, why are there bullets there in the first place? Yeah, and somebody did screw up, but it, it, you know, you can't sit back and say this person didn't pay an ounce of it. Nobody wanted anybody to get shot. And certainly didn't want Alec Baldwin to do it while cameras rolled, while everything's being filmed. Of course, that's it's a murder on tape. They're going to figure out who was the last one to check, and you're going to jail. You're an idiot if you thought that. How about he had? Um, it's a terrible story. Breakfast with the widowed husband. Oh, did he? And son. I mean, he he immediately contacted oh, I, the guy. I feel terrible for him. I know that's a horrible, horrible spot to be in. And yeah, he's a, a lib cuck, as all the right says, and screams about him. They can't stand him for his political views. But I don't care where you stand in politics. You can be a communist and have this happen to you. I'm like, man. And some people would say Alec might be. You just can't. You can't wish this on anybody. It's terrible. Uh, 
I was thinking, let me get this out of here. I got what would Brady do flying out of me today. Let's try this one. This one's been waiting for a week. You ready, Brady? Ready. Anyway, MP Guns, 12th Street in Indian School. Uh, it says, uh, boys, I could use some help. I'm 40, just got out of a 13-year marriage, separated for the last two. I'm finally trying to date so I can get laid. It's been two years. I'm dying. I've been on all the apps. I've been on sites, Tinder, Adult Friend Finder, Bumble. Uh, you've made it on there. or you If you make it on there, you'll see that I'm on it. Not the gay ones, though. I'm straight, John. <laughs> I'll still look for you. Uh, nothing but bots, scammers, prostitutes, or dudes pretending to be chicks. I've been going out, but the scene ain't what it used to be. The world is just a mess. I need help. How do I find someone nowadays without spending money on things like events and adventures or speed dating, which isn't guaranteed, or any of this internet stuff? I got to get laid. Johnny One Kenobi, you and the boys are my only hope. Signed, Mike. I mean, how do you get laid in these uh, troubled times, Brady? Well, all I hear is uh, guys that come off of divorce or they're they're not married. They're like, I'm killing it on these apps. Summer of love. I've always heard that between Tinder and the other ones, like, oh, there's candidates. Sure. You just have to weed through them. And sure, there's plenty that aren't. You know, you meet them, and they're like, you don't look anything like your picture. Right. There's a little bit of (laughs) we see a lot of that. Oh, there's a ton of those. But then you know. You have your one buddy that chronicles his stuff, and he's, you know, so I would have to say, one, maybe your profile needs some work. Yep. Maybe you need some work. Because if you're not getting any hits, then it's it could be something on that. Yeah. If you need some work, like Colin Kane. Comedian Colin Kane was here two weeks ago and said, if you're having trouble getting dates, you're having trouble finding someone to be with, it's probably how you look. Yep. (laughs) And it makes everybody laugh, but there's truth to that. It is. Absolutely. Because if you've got a profile that isn't appealing visually, People are going to look right past you because as much as we say don't judge people on how they look and get to know them, the whole world is based on the Tinder profile or the Bumble or your Instagram. If you look bad on that Here's or the, if you look too filtered, I'd say I'd rather date somebody that's kind of out of shape or not like that great looking but at least is honest on their page than the filtered cartoons that show up and like, I'm scared of that chick. Yeah. She has She got issues. Here's the uh, Orfella. I should say Orfella as well, a filtered fella, because that's the new world I live in. But that's not as common. Filtered fellas? Yeah. I'm sure it is. Well, I wouldn't know, but I mean. I'll let you know okay, if, I, if I ever muster up the courage to get on one of those. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. The other thing is, um, sometimes <laughs> you might not realize you're doing it, is that if you're throwing out projecting desperation. Oh, yeah. They sense people it. People know. Yeah. You just, you can't, yeah. you know, don't panic. So you, yeah. if it's you, Brady, how do you get back on the ball? You get back, you put it, you put together a good dating profile, right? You put something together. I would, you, you still I go would out. Think I would go that route, but I, yeah, I mean, I'm still going out. Um, you're not. Um, I mean, there's just places where you hang out. I mean, believe it or not, sometimes there's, you know, you say the events and adventures. Oh, yeah. You can meet people there, but you can also find the, you know, other places like. Um, uh, group gatherings anytime if you're in a um i don't know like a club or yeah. something like that but i know <laughs> some guys a gang if you have a you know if you're involved in a church some of those that single groups place. are unbelievable brady's right best place for puss is a church you're out it is speaking some ass father dale doesn't agree with that but no no well he, he likes ass too you want a piece of easy ass be a catholic that's what brady said <laughs> and they don't have age boundaries there's no age restriction like you just pick whatever you want 
I wouldn't join a church group to go get laid. No, 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 no. I'm not so much saying. I'm <laughs> saying I'm if you religious. if you are involved in a church, <laughs> sure, you're that's gonna, a good. That's going to be trouble because you know. then you got to marry her and stuff. Ugh. Anybody involved in a church group probably got a few hangups as far as relationships. Yeah, too. and that's yeah. out. Ugh. So maybe Brady would join a church group. The other guaranteed action is uh, if you join um, the Mormon Church. I mean, you're oh, gonna, they're well, beautiful they women. Kids. They do have pretty ladies. Usually they're all swiped up by 19 by a brother. They are. They put out. If yeah. you're in your 30s, no. And when I say by a brother, when I say by a brother, I'm not talking about like, you know, a traditional brother. I'm talking about their actual biological oh, okay. white brother. Not, you know. Where all the white women at? Not big peepee. <laughs> what the fudge going on, Mormons? Oh, but the brother. Last... Hello, brother. Yeah, I'm, I'm Brother Leroy. How you doing? The last action to go, if you think, no, I'm not doing this, and I've been uh, at it for two years, I'm just not getting anywhere, save your money and go for the mail-order bride. I'm all on that. Here's the other thing you got to do, <laughs> to, to get rid of the desperation, because I, I think you nailed it when you said you, you act desperate. You, sometimes, you, you're in a slump, yeah, and it's time for a slump buster. And that means the standards go out the window, and you go down to that bar, and you see the hot girls. And what's next to a hot girl every time, Brady? What's peg. next? Grenade. A peg, peg, a grenade. The one that has to be taken home. Ugh. The one that hates the night. The one that goes, I want to go home now! And ruins it for the hot girl. But actually is saving the hot girl from you. Uh, she's the one you target. You, you shallow how that. You give, no. you give the grenade the att- for the slump. Because <laughs> he's striking out too much. His game's I'll off. pay for it if that's I, the case. I'm not going still for Still going to pay the for the beast. it. Look, I'm out. I'm, you're still paying for no. it. It's just emotional. I agree with you. I don't want the wildebeest either. But you have to slump out because you're two years in and you're like, and you have to ask us, how do I get laid? And you're in your 40s. The problem is you just got to go get your confidence back by humping a mattress. This this pig has to be like a beast. This oh, thing, wildebeest yeah. and ghost? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Ghost of the manatee. Yeah. Is. You got to. Big girl. You got to go Jane Gum on this thing, about a size 14. And you go out at 8 o'clock, if you go over to the gaggle of hotties and see the grenade and chat up the grenade, the other ones get interested in you. So there's a chance you could fall off the grenade and land on one of the good ones. But worst case scenario, the grenade doesn't want to go home. Like she's happy. She's getting the attention she never gets because she hangs out with hot girls. She feels like she's the hot one, and you're proving it to her brain and you get her back in the car, and you give her a good run right there in the Honda, and then you kick her out and take her purse and drive away. <laughs> Brett before Medea. Well, anything what was working for you? Yeah. What did you? Uh, you had a run. Yeah, I had a run. Did you go hogging? Did you go on the sites? No. No, no I did not. not do that. I absolutely did not where do was that. Your, where was your game uh, uh, winning? A lot of it was uh, people uh, hitting me up on like Facebook and stuff like oh. that. And then so... Uh, so Facebook friends. Yeah. One, two, mm-hmm. right. And then other friends, not necessarily setups, but like, hey, uh, you know, you should check this chick out. She's pretty cool. I'm like, all right, cool. That yeah. and the whole, we're all going out and going to hang out. Right. She, yeah. yeah. But you just got to, you got to get out there. That's, you, right. you can't sit at home and, you know, wall in your self-pity. Just get out there. It'll happen, but, but if what? you start acting like you're looking for it, yeah. you're screwed. So just go. You got to be casual. Lay on a planet. Lay on a ham planet. No, just once. No, <laughs> I didn't you do that. To. You got to. No way. Of course you didn't do that. I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do that. Do that. Nobody's like actually no. done it. But no. I was never like in that situation where like I'm so desperate. I'd rather go. I'd rather 
be Gandhi and be on some sort of sex strike and hop on one of those. But still, if you're screaming desperate, and I'll never be that desperate. No, don't, don't. Tauntaun. Don't. You got to cut open a tauntaun and sleep in it. <laughs> you got to go pure Han Solo in the snow. God. <laughs> That's what she sounds like. That's exactly Just right. Just listen for the radio call the next morning. That's right. We're alive! And for God's sakes, do not feed it. As a matter of fact, you were actually one of the things that uh, that helped out. Huh. John got you out of a slump? No, yeah. because on, on the air. I don't remember the yeah, Well, besides that, that was before he was a twink even. But no, you went on the air one day and said, all right, all ladies, oh, yeah. uh, Vesley single, he'll be at this place. And uh, That's right. And I was there. And, and it worked. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That's right. So let me know where you're going, Mike, and I'll kick up the dirt a little bit and see if we can get some desperate girls out. Wingmen. There's plenty of chicks that'll take you, that's it. Uh, this one's interesting just because it's funny. I'm not sure. Uh, I have a Megan 911 sort of a what would Brett or Brady do. This morning I was meal prepping for the week, and my girlfriend picked up a can of the tuna I was using and said, Does this really come from the sea? <laughs> Which I just turned and looked at her and said, You are so hot. It's a relatively new relationship. Should I ignore this as a dumb moment, or is this a red flag? We're in our 30s. Only been dating for six months. I'm not sure. Uh, thanks, John and gang, Chris. Did she pick up chicken of the sea? Yeah, and looked at the can and said, is this really from the sea? Like the chicken. She assumed right. chicken right. was from the sea. It's tuna. But she looked and said, is this chicken really from the sea? Yeah. She's got to be smoking hot. She, hot, yeah, and you say it hot. did come from the sea. Yeah, you just tell her, of course it did. It's tuna fish. It's See, the Mike, chicken of the sea. And you try to explain it to her, and then just look her in the... Be- she has to be gorgeous for this, though. If she's flawed at all, here's the rule. In six months' time, if you're already seeing more physical flaws than you are beauty, and she pulls that kind of stuff, she's going down the wrong road. Like if she's got a checkerboard on the back of her thighs and she's laying down in one of those deals, she's not hot enough to pull that off. She's got to have something else. But if she's perfect... Physically, and the face is just amazing. You'll tolerate that dummy. And she's earning? For a while, yeah. Even if she's not earning. That's how hot some of them can be. For a while, yeah. You yeah you'll tolerate oh, it yeah. until you start seeing more flaws than perfection. Yeah, until the milk starts to age. And, That's you know. right. You start seeing some drooping. I'm like, does she have Bell's palsy in her stomach? <laughs> Remember when you had abs? Where are those? Did you eat your own abs? <laughs> They're in your ass now. There's ab-looking things, but it's all on your thighs. Yeah, well, we're assholes, but yeah. If you're dumb and hot, you're as bad as us guys who say she's hot enough to deal with it. Because girls who are that hot play on the dumb thing because they know they can. It's like I was talking about with those sons dancers. Those chicks have been laying on their looks the whole time, haven't even been really working on the dancing. Now that that twink's out there putting a show on, 10 out of 10, every step is perfect, you see how bad at dancers they are. And they have to sit back and go, wow, I have no dancing skills, really. I'm just kind of a hot piece of meat. And they've known that. So they've been playing that card their whole time until that card gets taken away. Get on the pole, sister. Yeah. Depends on how hot your girlfriend is. She can get away with that or not. Brady, would you break up with her? No, not right away. You ride it till it's ugly, too. Yeah. <laughs> you ride it until, until she you... does something where, yeah. you know, like backing out the car and taking the side out on a... Even then, if she's smoking hot. Leaving the water running or something and floods the house. Smoking hot, you let her get insurance. Silly, silly lady. Yeah, one time. But uh, Eh. if she floods the house. My friend kept staying with his wife. She uh, tripled it three times. Flooded the house three times. Bathtub. Upstairs bathtub. (laughs) Was she hot? She's smoking. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, you keep that. 
until she realizes that time has ravaged her and it's time for her to either pick up a book or end it. Had to go get her, uh, get the car door open for seven times, lock the keys in the back when you could do that. Smoking hot. Can't imagine the heat rolling off of that one. How long ago was all this? Um, so long ago that they're no longer. That was just of course no longer. Yeah, she's aged say. out of him. She's <laughs> yeah. aged out of dumb. Hot girls age out of dumb. And then they have to start being something. You're like, wow, you're actually you've got value again. It, the, the looks don't last forever. You better have a personality oh, yeah. that starts popping up. The dumb stuff's tolerable while you're hot. Times with the Mad keys. Stuff. Flooding the house three times. That third time, I'm kind of like, and there is there are hot girls that are so stupid you can't bone them. My friend Chuck Powell told me about this one girl once years ago, and she was ridiculously pretty, and her butt would stop traffic. And I'm like, you're you did it. Good for you. I tried to do it. I'm like, what do you mean? She's on top of me on the couch. We're going to town, and she said something. I don't even know what it was. And I'm like, this girl's too dumb to hump. <laughs> And he lost it for her. Chuck's also the record holder. I never on. had that problem, though. He was going to ask a girl to marry him. Like, the day... Uh, this is one of the best Chuck stories ever. We're in bed. We've had a night of sex. It's amazing. The electricity is everywhere. Breakfast in bed. And she wanted to watch one of my favorite movies. So we put in Gone with the Wind. First half, because it's a two-disc, goes by. And I'm like, Do you, are you enjoying it? She goes, yeah, we, we make love again. It's amazing. Have a snack. Get ready for the second half of the movie when she says, who wins the war? (laughs) And he was going to pop the question that day. Oh, my God. She didn't know who won the Civil War. And I said, please tell me you told her the East. (laughs) Uh, All right, Brady, this is a good one. I don't know how you're going to solve this one. Dear Brady, my sister is dating a white man. We are a black slash Mexican mix. I'm not a purist. But I want her to date at least a person of color, not one of you YTs. Uh, how do I convince her that this is the best thing for us? <laughs> Signed MK. You can't. You can't. Plan and simple. Unless you. There's uh, a way. Unless you're. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the way. I do. You get old Mexican black on his ass and you go over to the YT. Hey, can I talk to you for a second, player? And yeah, you go, I will slice you from your nuts to your throat if you touch my sister. No white man's ever going to have her. <laughs> oh, Jesus, God Almighty, I'm so sorry. Lamonte. I'm serious, man. If your hands touch it, I'll kill you. Your brother says he's going to kill me. You're seeing it so wrong. Why? This guy can open doors for you on loans, <laughs> jobs. That's true. Your sister's <laughs> I mean, going to have a... Why easy, wouldn't you bring that into the house? It's an easier road. I don't get it. I'd date a white guy first. Just for the credit. (laughs) Check him. Check him out. If your sister's got good credit, then threaten to kill this guy. (laughs) Trust me, he's expecting it. He's as uncomfortable as you guys are. Take advantage of his resources. (laughs) Every time he sits down to whatever meal you've prepared, which I can't imagine uh, greens and burritos. I don't know what kind of mix you are. (laughs) He's as nervous as you that he's going to flub this thing up, so. If you don't like it, you just tell them, I don't need no whitey in my house. Just get all militant, fist in the air, wear BLM shirts around him all the time, and just be crazy. Just get all POC. That's the way to make whitey run. We get nervous around that. If you were dating a black girl and her family was like militant black, you'd be like, I gotta get out of here. 
They're going to find something. I don't me. think they like me. I can't be friends with Brett anymore. This is dangerous. <laughs> He'll laugh at all the wrong stuff. And then, or you could try the other way where you start wearing, you know, BLM stuff to their house. And, oh, it's bad. Start wearing your FUBU gear over there. And- I mean, think about it from the other perspective. If you were dating a white girl, what would you want the white people not to do to make it so it was comfortable? You just start getting super racist. Do like, watch the Sopranos episode where Meadow brings home Noah. <laughs> Is it Noah or Noel? No. No? Yeah. Noel? No. Tony makes it real clear that this relationship is not coming back to the house. And that's what you need to do. And I appreciate your honesty. You don't want your uh, your sister taking white wang. You want your sister taking one of them big black ones. <laughs> you like to think of your sister getting wrecked. <laughs> You're way too involved in your sister's life. You should date her. You're Italian family. Mm-hmm. They probably would be that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, older Italians and some brothers and sisters, they don't Mm -hmm. want to see you go outside of that, especially. Italian Catholic, forget about. To people of color. There are still people. Everybody wants to act like that's not a thing anymore, but that's a thing. It's 100% a thing. There's still Irish people, Irish Catholics, that can't imagine you dating outside the the Irish side and the Catholic side. Germans. Germans are notoriously clean. They don't like dancing. Outside of videos where people are crapping on each other, where all colors matter. <laughs> man, oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's a old school. That's, it's Look, totally old school, though. It's, it's, it's old school in thinking, but it's still practiced in a lot right. of spots. And it isn't just white people, by the way, as evidenced by that letter. There are plenty of black people I know that if I'd have brought a white girl home, my dad would have killed me. They still nail them on the side. I mean, they're fun. Plus, usually they've been. I did. I was fine with my family. Huh? I brought a, a black girl home. Did you? One weekend, yeah. No kidding? Yeah. When was this? In college. No kidding? Yeah. Were you dating her? I invited her to a, one of my fraternity formals. No kidding. And so it was in Columbus, so we went up Friday night. Nice. And she stayed at uh, Your parents' house, house? Yeah. And then in a separate the former room, right? was, uh, yeah. Yeah. But you weren't dating her? No. And you never gave it the old heave She up. was my date for the weekend. Right. But you never gave her the goods? No. Right. And your parents probably didn't. Even then, though, they were probably like, oh, oh, she's not allowed. My dad was in the U.S. Right. right. Her dad was probably like, I remember yeah. in Cuba when I used to nail the dark know, ones. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's been down there. He was right. happy. He was thrilled with it. Your mom probably a little bit like, uh-oh, what are the neighbors going to say? Because your club was just recently inviting people of color in it, at least the front door. Bunny was down with it. Sure. Grandparents did, you know, that would have been a different totally. story, maybe. Yeah. Papal chick. Yeah. Probably not. Maybe he'd been a little upset. But I, then he's like, no, she's pretty hot. My grandpa on my dad's side was so racist, we couldn't watch different strokes in his house because he didn't want them in the house. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> a terrible human being when, by today's standards. But different strokes are when he goes, what the hell is this? I'm like, oh, it's hilarious. The little guy is adopted by goes, get this off my TV, not in my house. I'm like, my, what? Not in your house, the show? And he goes, I don't want them in my house. And I'm like, I'm not really here, but all right. <laughs> The saving grace for both grandparents on both sides was very important. We need those people, especially for Ohio State football. Absolutely. And, that was, yeah, uh, yeah. and so they never really. Exactly it. Yeah, they support that. My, yeah. my grandpa loved the Steelers and Pirates. Yep. They were allowed on the TV. How come Gary Coleman can't come in? Because <laughs> he can't run the uh, student body right. What's his name? 
Let's just we'll we'll call him Pete Johnson. All of them are known now as Pete Johnson. Oh, he's a good. That's a he's a good player. Anyway, yeah, I guess that's true in that family too. But I would get full POC and threaten the white man's life. Get militant. You wouldn't be comfortable with that. You're dating a black girl, and the brother is sitting there in a BLM shirt, just looking at you all night. I'm gonna slice you up, man. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. I'd leave. No, I'm out. So that's what you got to do if you want to get rid of Whitey, because we don't like that confrontation. No way. Once you drop your friends with uh, people on body count, yeah. you're in. One thing that's wh- true. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll tell you this: one thing Whitey hates about race relations is when Whitey's outnumbered. We're pretty loud when we've got the numbers. When we're outnumbered, we get quiet. Oh, Jesus, this shouldn't be happening. They're ruining Fashion Square. <laughs> that kind of thing. Go we, right ahead and dance look, with my date. Look what happens. Like Fiesta Mall started to get a little urban. I'm getting on here. Whitey's just stopped going. Like I don't like oh, yeah. there's too many. It's not enough of me. I don't like being outnumbered. White flight happened right oh, there. Well, that's why it's, that's a yeah. real thing. That's what it was. White though, flight is a real yes. thing. When it, when we get outnumbered, we leave. Yes. <laughs> it's just being a big chicken, but it's a fact. If you're at a dinner at this, well, I'm the only white guy here. <laughs> we don't like being the minority. When we have to relate to you, it's horrifying. We just run over to Arcadia real quick and breathe. Anyway, sorry you're having a problem with your sister in that very white flight. <laughs> making things with white flight. Very average six inch wang your sister's taking. <laughs> I need my sister to take big dong. That's the only thing that'll make me sleep right. <laughs> Essentially, that's it. Think about what you're saying there. But thanks for the email, MK. Uh, there you go. That is what Brady did. And I think you did quite a good job there, Brady. You threatened white men's lives. And I think that's important. It's 98 KUPD. That was what Brady did. Mm-hmm. Big Red Badass. What? What did you just say? Badass. K-U-P-D. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com.